This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. You're now listening to TMZ Verified, the podcast. Make sure to check us out every week for free on Wednesdays. And make sure to like, follow, subscribe with us on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget, full episodes are available on YouTube. Just search the TMZ Podcast Network. On to the show. Yup, it's TMZ Verified, the podcast. I'm wild. And I'm Chantal. Okay, no Steph and no Jacob this week, but we got our social media queen in the building, Chantal. What's going on, girl? I am so excited to be here. Okay, because we got some juicy stories. A lot has been going on. First of all, happy Independence Day. Happy Fourth of July. If you're celebrating that, if you're getting lit, whatever you was doing over the last couple of days, I hope you were safe, Mm -hmm. most importantly. But I hope you got lit. Safe but lit, yes. All right, should we get into some stories, Chantal? Let's do it. All right, so um, guys, the Disney Plus series Baymax premiered um, went last week, and almost immediately, conservatives, they were outraged. So the outrage came because the show includes a scene that shows a transgender animated character. Um, so the show is based off that, like, remember... What was it, 2014? Big Hero 6. Yes, yes! Oh, we <laughs> like, love Baymax! That's what I'm saying. I feel like Baymax is now like oh, a yes. classic Disney character. Mm-hmm. Um, so in this new series, in one teen scene in particular, Baymax is helping out uh, a young girl who's in school. She mm-hmm. gets her... Her first period. Her first period, mm-hmm. yep. And Baymax is like, I'll go get you some lady products. Yes, some pads, tampons, whatever you need. Let me get a variety to test what you're most comfortable with. Right, so Baymax goes to the store. Really, like, innocent scene, and I'll just explain it. So Baymax goes to the store, and he's in the the aisle where they have the Mm -hmm. products at, and different people are coming up to him saying, hey, I tried this. Or one person says, well, I tried the one that is a pad, or I tried the tampon. Yeah, whatever I'm comfortable with, I'm suggesting it to you. Right. Very casual, normal, gross, convenience store-ish yeah, stuff. It's you like thought. a two-minute scene, like barely. 27 seconds. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so there we short. go. 27 um, seconds. So one of the characters, the reason why this outrage is coming is because one of the characters is a trans man. Yeah. And all this person does is offer whichever product, I don't remember which one it was, but mm-hmm. whichever one they use, and Baymax goes, cool, thanks. Yeah, I think the character said, I used the one with wings, and yeah, then Baymax goes, like cool, thanks. That was it. That was it. There was no, there was, I'm... There was, there was no further character development. There, there was, was no discussion. It was just, like, a couple seconds. There was no makeout scene. Like, there was, yeah, no, there, <laughs> there was no- nothing in that scene that is at least remotely inappropriate, or at least from my perspective. Um, but a lot of the conservative outrage has been is that uh, Disney is now trying to force this, like, agenda. super woke agenda and, yeah. like, force feed children across America these different levels of sexuality at such a young age. It was literally a scene in an animated movie that was about five seconds long. Like, I did not... Yeah, the extreme anger and mobilization around this is... I mean, personally, I find it... Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You know, you can believe what you want and, and have whatever reaction you want, but the fact that they are mobilizing around a 20 second, 27 second scene mm-hmm. in a cartoon on Disney, well, just don't watch it if it bothers you that much. Just don't like, watch it. What, what is the problem? I have thoughts. Also, if um, I was looking at, I was looking at a lot of these tweets and a lot of the back, uh, the backlash, and apparently people are pissed because the character is wearing the colors of the trans, the trans flag. flag, which. Yeah. 
Okay, let me just tell y'all, I didn't even notice that at first. So, like, do they have a book of things to be offended by? Like, yeah. I'm confused. I feel like there's a list. Like, okay, <laughs> no, there's the trans flag. There's, let, let, let's be offended about it. It's this. like they let's commit these things to memory. Do y'all mother effers got flashcards in your mirrors? Like, how do you know which of these things to be offended by? Because I didn't even, and I am the most, like, affirming, welcoming person in the world. But yeah. I did not even visually look at that, uh, that scene and say, oh, that's a transgender flag. Like. Yeah. No, it was like it was nice to have it just because obviously you don't know any more about this character. It's like a mm -hmm. three second. I use the one with wings. And so yeah. it was nice that they included that included that just so visually be like, OK, this mm -hmm. is the type of representation they're including. But there was nothing apart from that. There was and nothing so, inappropriate. I mean, like and I don't even see it as like this big statement. They, it was just a character who was there, who was being mm -hmm. who they were. And so for people to really come out and, and and get so, so incredibly angry over this three second dialogue is beyond me. Mm -hmm. <sighs> I don't know what the solution is here. Um, if you're too woke, take a nap. That's, that's... <laughs> Just don't watch it. Skip forward. Like, you know, it's kind of like 20 years ago, people, like parents blaming superstars like Britney for being too provocative. It's like, mm -hmm. turn off the TV. If you yep. don't want your seven-year-old watching her dance, just turn it off. Like, mm -hmm. You don't have to hurl profanities at anyone who tries like, to be themselves. And is this like a thing now with every Disney movie? I feel like the like, these extremists are like super examining these Disney movies. I mean, Lightyear got a lot of backlash for what was it? Just the it uh, was one LGBTQ kiss. It was just um, one of the main characters has a wife. She's a woman and she has a wife, and they they, they don't even like it's not an explicit makeout or super hyped up romantic. They mm. literally peck at their son's graduation or, or one of those you know big monumental yeah. moments, and and that it got it got banned in a bunch of countries around the world. Wow. And uh, yeah, I I don't I would I have no words to say. I, I, it gets me mad, and 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 I got banned in in where I grew up actually, and and mm. it's. I know that historically these things have happened, but the fact that within America, you know, there is so, so much backlash against something as simple as a kiss, a T-shirt, is is crazy to me. I don't know. I mean, I didn't grow up here, and so yeah. I obviously can't speak to, like, 20 Oh, don't worry. There was no representation 20 years ago. It was worse. There we go. <laughs> I just start seeing black people. <laughs> No, but genuinely, no, we no, just started seeing heavy representation of people of color or members of the LGBTQ community. So this is like only a recent thing. Yeah. And it's like, God forbid people see themselves in the media or in, on television. It's just like, I'm sorry. Like yeah. Everyone doesn't live in whatever that conservative bubble is. And I think that's one of the one of the good things about America, at least, is that we do have a super diverse population. But no, exactly. not everybody wants to see it represented. So take a nap. No, honestly, I'm just thinking like even like something as simple as Disney princesses. Like I loved them growing up, and like I only in the last three years have started to see one that that looks remotely like me, and that I could be like, I love you, because when I was a kid, I really watched Cinderella and was like, I'm not blonde and blue eyed, I'm not pretty. <laughs> right. This is horrible. Oh, you're beautiful, Chantel. But anyway, should we move along to something a little less extreme? Oh yes, I, I have some tea. Okay. So would, would, would you, should I go first or should you? No, you should go first. You should go. <laughs> so one of this week's biggest stories, um, pop culturally speaking, involves uh, Pete Davidson oh. 
and singer-songwriter social media superstar Olivia O'Brien. So for context, you'll probably know Olivia O'Brien from you know two of her hugest songs. One was I Hate You, I Love You. Yes, no, that, my jam, still a jam. Such a banger. And then in 2019, I believe, Jocelyn came mm. out and it went viral on TikTok. Anyway, this week, Olivia went on the BFF's podcast, I believe it was June 29th, um, and she got super candid about a ton of stuff uh, from her situationship thing mm. with Logan Paul to this really gross ex they ended up roasting <laughs> for like 20 minutes. It was wonderful. But the thing that got people talking was she, okay, so for context, Dave read out a Dumois, a Dumois um, kind of like anonymous Yeah, those tip, little tips, yeah. yeah. That stated that Pete Davidson back in October 2020, around that time, had broken things off with Olivia O'Brien to then be with uh, Bridgerton star Phoebe Dinevore. Mm. And until two days ago, neither party had like even mentioned this, confirmed it, done it, whatever. Olivia said that this hadn't, this was in fact true and that they'd been talking for around five months. And so it was this big piece of breaking news, like two years late, but- What? Yeah. Eat the meat, man. A everyone is, got excited. He's just slinging it around Hollywood. <laughs> but there is more, there is more. What? Like, I think it was this morning, Pete's rep, and I have the exact statement here, said that there is no, and this is a statement released to E! News, said mm. that there is no truth to this of, of what Olivia said about their relationship, their... friendship, whatever it was. Um, and the rep said the two were friends and hung out a few times. And to that, Olivia then on her Instagram um, said that during the interview, she never claimed to date anyone and also said to stop trying to start weird drama over me texting someone two years ago. Mm. So I have a question. Okay. Because she never explicitly said I we we were rom like we were romantically involved or we never she never said that he was her boyfriend. Right. She just said that they talked for a few months and he was apparently talking according to her talking to multiple girls at the same time, which like shocked me. Not because because obviously you could talk to whoever you want, but I think in my mind Pete is just constantly in these relatively long term serious relationships so to me he was like serial monogamous I was about to say yeah like and then it's like this weird situation that may have been brief but we don't really know if it's true like yeah and so but she never said that they dated like that was she's never explicit about that she just said they were talking so like I don't understand like and I might just be behind the times and in, in terms of like defining relationships but I don't think she said anything wrong if, if they were talking like was this reaction from Pete's management justified I think Pete's team understood or at least perceived what Olivia said as an inference to the fact that they might have been at least like romantically talking and that's why they try to shut it down. But, but I mean, they also met up a few times, she mentioned. Yeah, like also what is hanging up? Like what is grown ass people? We don't hang out. Like if we hanging out, we... <laughs> they don't live in the same city. So I think they had to like travel to see each other. So I think it... You know, whether it was a friendship or romantic, like they were involved in some way over a few mm -hmm. months. But I also don't think that the way she said it was, oh, yeah, I, I dated Pete Davidson and we yeah, were like together right. for, <laughs> you know, that wasn't it at all. Yeah. But I think another thing is that like Pete at that time had just come out of, I believe, a long term relationship with Kaya Gerber. Mm -hmm. Before that, it was Margaret Qualley. And then right after he was with Phoebe Dinovore. And so it was kind of like. Like, obviously not to shame him. Like, that's wonderful. He's dating so many wonderful yeah, human beings. Life, yeah, yeah. yeah, they're all gorgeous and talented. But it's just like maybe his team was trying to, be, you know, keep it low key. Like, no, mm -hmm. he wasn't in this many he wasn't relationships. Right. Like, there <laughs> or was like that doesn't months. fit in the timeline. So let's just deny. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, there's a bit of a gap between the two relationships. Or maybe, I don't know, now that he's with Kim, like they're trying to revamp his image as like, that no, it's super serious. Like one like, woman uh, at a time. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. I, 
I don't know what it <laughs> But also, Pete, you could be, like Chantal said, like, dude, you could be, like, freely slinging and dipping and doing it all he wants. But I don't know. I don't think Olivia said anything wrong, but I also think that she definitely... Like, it wasn't like a... I hooked up with Pete, but she didn't say, like, we were just friends. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it kind of left a lot of that room or left a lot of it open for perception. And I think that that's what Pete Davidson's team was trying to Oh, I guess. Because she also did specify, like, it was five months in October 2020. Whereas I feel like if you're, like, friends, like... You don't have a time. Yeah, you don't have a time for it. Right, you're like, friends. we're friends. What is this? Like, we, we were have, only friends for five months. And we hung <laughs> out four times. Yeah, <laughs> I counted the day. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I so I get there was room for interpretation. That's what everyone's, like, clinging to. Mm. And all these articles updated. You know, there's all these articles being like, oh, everyone that Pete Davidson has dated. And, like, Olivia O'Brien is now in that timeline. And so I guess that's, that's what his team was trying to, as you mentioned, um, yeah. kind of clear the air on. I don't think she said anything wrong, to be fair, but everyone has their own perception of of what went down, and that's every side is valid. All right, should we talk about Machine Gun Kelly? Let's do it. Okay, first of all, I I saw these videos, and I was like, I don't know. I didn't really understand what was happening at first, so if you haven't seen. uh, Machine Gun Kelly, he had a a premiere in New York City last week, Um, and during the event, which... I don't think that people knew that this was like a premiere event. The clips just were online of Machine Guns Kelly's head just leaking blood, Mm -hmm. leaking blood. Um, So he had a premiere party, but at some point during the premiere, he smashed a champagne glass onto his own head. Mm -hmm. So what had happened, the way he explained it, was that he was trying to make a toast of some sorts. And the way he explained it is like, usually you have a fork to like clink your glass. Yeah, He didn't have one, (laughs) so he just went bang on his head but like what and it smashed and so that's why it got really bloody but at no point did he be like yo my head or or like even just like can someone hand me a fork (laughs) or like a microphone or something i don't know i feel like we are in we are in too much of a a weird state as a nation in regards to like health and safety for people to just be letting their head leak everywhere i don't know this is weird is this it's a. I think with him, it's part of his whole brand, though, is of being very reckless, very like, oh, I'll, I'll do what I want and like I'll deal with the consequences, but like I don't really care if I get hurt. Like I'll do it. And so I think he, maybe it was intentional. Maybe it was, as he said, a full accident. But like it, it is on brand. He does not care. Yeah, it's just it's very concerning, man. I hope Machine Gun. <laughs> we hope Machine Gun Kelly does better. We're sending sending good vibes your way. Yeah, like something about recovery. this just seems scary. Like I mean, it's, he, he seems fine, but it's just it's like not. I've never smashed something into my own head. And uh, oh, then, my like, goodness. First of all, if I get a paper cut, I'm going to the hospital. <laughs> no, I actually did that last <laughs> week. Like, a puppy accidentally scratched me as it was trying to play, uh, and I and it left a pretty big mark. And so I went to and you're like, urgent what? care. I was like, I need to get an antibiotic cream for this. <laughs> so, no, I'm, the fact that Machine Gun Kelly just carried on partying is is very <laughs> admirable to me. Um, all right. Well, in other news, a little update on a story that TMZ actually broke. Um, first of all, Travis Barker was rushed to hospital. We later found out it was because he has pancreatitis. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kourtney Kardashian was by his side the whole time, as was the rest of his family. And a surprising addition to the narrative is his ex-wife and the mother of his children, Shayna Mokler, mm-hmm. actually sent him well wishes and within that statement mentioned his beautiful wife, Courtney. Which is like, 
considering how tumultuous Travis and Shayna's like separation was, mm-hmm. and then like the after effects, and then like all the drama last year. Oh yeah, I'm like, like Shayna when they first Girl, started yes, dating, like, Shayna was like, "All right, if he wants to get on board with that drama," <laughs> and now she's like his beautiful she, wife. I'm like, you, we love that. Yeah, no. full circle. Right. It does seem like she's kind of like turned over a new leaf. She said, "Thank you to everyone who has reached out with concern to my ex and father of my children." She's of course uh, Landon and Alabama. They're the two mm-hmm. children that they share. She goes on to say, I know he is in great hands and surrounded by loving support and the best medical teams available. And his beautiful wife, Courtney. Like, I mean, we love to see it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a blended family, especially one that is so public, mm-hmm. it's, it's inspirational, I think. I wonder if we'll now see that, though. Like, will we see a Shayna Mokler, maybe Travis, Courtney kind of all together? Outing, yeah. Do we think they hung out before the July? Like, we don't. I don't know. Probably a little too soon. But, but I mean, may, I mean, not maybe too soon because yeah, hospitalization. Not, right, but, but like, like for other family events, mm-hmm. you know, because I mean, Courtney had kind of like blended family did with Scott when with, he was dating Sophia Richie. And that yeah. was like very public how they actually spent time together. And Courtney was mm-hmm. so like, Courtney seems like she could be fine doing it. But given all the drama with Shayna and Travis, was, is that even a possibility? Would yeah. that soon like degenerate into fights and screaming? Maybe we'll see it on the newest season of The Kardashians. I know, right, I mean, like that would be a two. cool plot line. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just thoroughly impressed with like Shayna. I will say, I mean, Shayna's growth, but also just like the growth of this whole situation because this Definitely. was messy as fuck in mm-hmm. the beginning. Oh yes, mm-hmm. it, it but, was messy, but we love to see you know personal growth and and just a family being mm-hmm. able to come together, especially for the kids. And it makes sense though, especially because um, Alabama and Landon have such a or seemingly has such a close relationship with the Kardashians now. So yes. it's like, how are you going to be hanging out with somebody's child and you're not cool with their mom? So it makes sense. No, exactly. Also, I'm sure they can find a way to capitalize off of this. So let's go. <laughs> Shayna for season two of the Kardashians. <laughs> uh, all right, Chantal. That was it. That was wonderful. That was a lot of fun. Thanks for hanging out. Of course. Thank you for having me. This was a lot, a lot of fun. All right, people. We'll be back next week. Um, Be sure to check us out on Apple, Spotify, Google. Wherever you get your podcasts. Wherever you get your podcasts. We're also available on the TMZ Podcast Network on YouTube. My name is Wild. And I'm Chantal. Bye. Bye. Bye.